Hey team, I think it's day five. Anchor just debuted podcast. So what that means is each episode that I record on here, I think we're on episode five, gets put into the Apple iTunes store as a podcast, which is great. I mean, there's a lot of people on here creating great content and it sounds cool. So if you're looking for mine, I believe it's called This and That. Why? Because I'm talking about this and a little bit of that. It's all over the map today. The death of hockey in Canada, the boring company, and watching TV with Gary Vee. It's time for the show. Let's go. Okay, let's start with the death of hockey in Canada. And I don't mean to sound ominous or overwhelming, but to say that, yeah, hockey is not going to be what it was in this country in the next 25, 50 to 100 years. And why is that? Well, I mean, if you look at the youth today, soccer is growing like a weed. And all the power to it. I mean, soccer, there's lots of athletic activity. And I think the fact that it's not a 1000 to $10,000 to play is a big deal for, for parents. I grew up in a family with three boys, and my parents can never put us through hockey. And so we played street hockey. And I can remember we love the sport, still do to this day. I'm a diehard Atlanta Thrashers fan. I remember I was playing net that I would strap pillows to my legs with with long sleeve sweatshirts just to play the game. And that was as close as I could get. But as... Soccer becomes more accessible. All you need is a ball, some cleats, and some shin pads, and it's way more affordable than hockey. Over time, you will see this take place. I guarantee it. And there's that. There's basketball. There's all these things where hockey will always be in the zeitgeist of Canada. It's a part of our heritage. But you watch. Even with the success of the Toronto Raptors and the Toronto FC, the soccer team out there, it's going to begin to take over uh, the mindshare in this country. And you know what? That's okay. Um, there's nothing against soccer, nothing against basketball, nothing against hockey. It's just it's a reality of what it is. It's too expensive to play. It's plateaued. There was a good article in Vice Sports, actually, that kind of summarized the whole thing called, believe it or not, the death of hockey in Canada. It's where I get my idea from. Uh, I would encourage you all to Google that and check it out. And let me know what you think. Do you think that hockey is going to be what it was in the next 25 years? I submit that it will not be. Have you heard of my good friend Elon Musk? Question mark. Elon Musk, serial entrepreneur, serial successful entrepreneur. He's created the Tesla Motor Company, the electrical car company based out of California that will be taking over the world circa, give it five to ten years. SpaceX is a big deal as well. They just launched two rocket ships on the weekend. And he's also started what he calls the Boring Company. And I have to give huge props to Elon because that, like, it's a funny name. Like, what does the company do? Well, it bores tunnels. And right now it's boring tunnels underneath Los Angeles and with the whole goal of creating this tunnel system that can help speed traffic so they want to create a tunnel that goes from LAX the massive and always congested airport there to northern LA to help save a ton of time and people can come in and just kind of go on the tunnel and it's a speedway and the guy's brilliant the guy's brilliant. We know this is going to work out, and I'm sure at some point he wants to put his his other company, Hyperloop, through these tunnels as well to help transport people. But if you've ever been to L.A., I was there a few years ago, the traffic is incredible. I remember looking on Google Maps and seeing that we had, like, maybe it was, like, two miles to go. And it, the two miles literally took us, like, 45 minutes to drive because it was gridlocked the whole way through. And I can't help but thinking, like, these solutions coupled with autonomous vehicles and Hyperloop and all this sort of stuff that we're finally getting our act together here in North America to be like, yes, public transit and new te- technological solutions to our traffic problems are going to change the world. So props to Elon Musk. And funny story, I read his, read his autobiography recently. He actually spent some time up here in Saskatchewan, Canada. 
because his mother was from Canada, and he visited some relatives and, and li- ended up living in, I want to say, Wawoda for about you know six months, and that's kind of like his stamp. So if you're living in a small town, you can still make it. You can still change the world. Props to Mr. Elon. And finally, watching television with Gary V. So if you aren't aware who Gary Vaynerchuk is, he's this wicked business guy who just kind of tells it how it is. He swears and he tells you honestly what he thinks, which is kind of refreshing in today's world. Instead of people butting you up, he just says, no, like, hey, maybe you're just not good enough. And Gary V, ask Gary V, he's written books, he's on podcasts, he does a ton of different things. Uh, check out his YouTube channel if you want to get to know him right away. Uh, I believe it's Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Anyway, just Google it. You'll figure it out. Anyway, he's on this new show called Planet of the Apps, and it's Apple's first original content production they put out, and it was kind of weird, to be honest. It didn't feel completely polished like a lot of Apple products do. But I'm watching the show, and I'm only watching because Gary V, he's there with... He's kind of like Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, if you've ever seen those shows. It's Gary V, Jessica Alba, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. And they're all on there, and people are pitching the maps, and it was like the first five minutes and I'm watching this and I feel like Gary V is, he's kind of being weird and uncomfortable, which is not like him. So I tweet the guy, hey Gary, I'm watching Planet of the Apps and you kind of look uncomfortable. Were you a bit nervous? And funny enough, the guy responds to me. He just laughs and says, no, not at all. And sure enough, I finished the episode and no, he didn't seem nervous at all. He was in all his mold self. But I thought it was kind of cool that in today's world, we can sit and interact with people all over the world, celebrities, non-celebrities, whoever it is, and like we're, we're connected in these ways. And I mean, the ironic thing is, Gary talks about hustle all the time and and not having time to watch TV. And here I am, watching TV and tweeting the guy who says, "Don't watch TV, go do your thing." Uh, but I thought it was kind of a neat thing to say, "Hey, Gary," and have him respond. So, Gary, if you're listening to this, thanks. It kind of made my day. And. Uh, I want to say I'm going to make you proud, but uh, you're not my father, so I'm not going to say that. But uh, keep up the good work. And that's my three things for today. I, I honestly think I'm going to have to expand on this because three is not enough. And the more I think about it, this is becoming my creative outlet. And now that this can be a podcast and I can keep it forever until kingdom come, It's probably worth my investment. So if you're new to the podcast, this is 100 days of Anchor. And my goal in this is to become a better public speaker, a better communicator. And uh, in in doing so, I'm going to commit to 100 days straight of telling stories on Anchor, whether they're news reports or stories throughout my life, that sort of thing. This is day five. And so if you like what you're hearing, continue to stay, stay tuned and feel free to give me feedback. Feel free to call in and let me know what you think. And if it's a story you want to cover, let me know. In fact, I'm not above putting you on the show as well if you want to make a call in. So that is 100 Days of Anchor, Episode 5. I may add some more tonight. You never know. Talk to you soon.